What's up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome back to today's episode, this week's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, with my lovely... Perfect, beautiful wife, Kendra Jennison. I finished it for you. And friend. Yes, <laughs> friend, friend. Um, I got three things that I'm going to... Br- that I'm going to say real quick that have nothing to do with the topics we're going to talk about today, but I'm just going to grab this mic because I've been thinking about them all week. Uh, number one, happy birthday to Jade. She's going to be 10 years old tomorrow. Our daughter, 10 years old, going on 18 and 22, a sass ass. But I was thinking about um, my post I'm going to write tomorrow is literally the very things that I love about you. I hate about you. <laughs> I'm not going to use the word hate, but like what I love, I love her ind- independence and her sassiness because it's going to take her so far, but I get worried and fearful of their, her independence and her like, she drips with almost more fuck you than I do. So like- You I, both just drip so much fuck you in the house that I am just like- I think she's just, get, it's getting worse boy. and worse as we get as we get closer and closer. She's just like- She's like, you know what? My dad is right. There really is no I'm rules. I'm going to be just like him. She tells me every day. <laughs> <laughs> so happy birthday to you if you listen to this i'm sure she does not well you never know if phoenix might be showing her that's true on instagram so that is number one number two i would like to say fuck you to the guy that told me i should get a haircut i hope you're watching this who is bald and has a power rangers fucking picture on his uh tiktok with zero followers and zero friends tell me that i should get a haircut so and so i could take my head off in fucking public, you should literally take your dick and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Number three, Literally. there was a guy who said that there's no fucking way that my non-biological kids could love me like his biological kids love him. Look, number one, I'm gonna hope your kids love you. Number two, I just wanted, I could come off being like an asshole, but I want him to understand that in my life, people who aren't my biological parents have loved me more and I've loved them more back than anyone's loved me. So you, my friend, only know your truth and I'm not gonna beat it down, but like someone out there probably reads that comment. I saw that you didn't actually like that comment, right? Because I know you like some of the comments, Ryan, and on that one, you let it go. the truth is like love is everything and it doesn't matter. I mean, I came out of my fucking dad's penis and into my mom's vagina and could not wait to get out of there. But the reality is I don't have, I told you this the other day, the two people who gave me, gave me love or, or gave me, fa- gave me life. And the very person who gave me Phoenix, I don't have nothing to do with. So blood and all these things or whatever relationships you want to think bullshit. That was, those were my three. Those were my three things. <laughs> that was super great. Do you have anything to say about that? I also hate that guy. That's the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, power Rangers. Um, so yeah, so, so that I, I just want to say those things um, because I had a mic and we hadn't really been, re- been recording, but we were just in Southern California. I'm cold up in this motherfucker. Um, we were just in Southern California. We, we did some podcasts with Garrett, and Sean or not Sean Garrett and uh, Keith, right? Yep. Sean did one after us, but Garrett and Keith. And that was awesome. It was a lot of fun. So we didn't get to make a epic episode last week. However, I think you have maybe, maybe you don't have the episode of Keith, Jesse, Kendra and myself. Cool. We'll get that up. So uh, for you guys that listen to this, that was pretty fun. That was a that was a pretty good time. What were your thoughts? We didn't really we talked about it, but what did you think about that traveling? And that was your first traveling podcast. It was my first traveling podcast, which is funny that you say that because I didn't even necessarily look at it that way. 
I was just like, oh yeah, we got to go to California. We got to do some work. We got to go do some networking. Of course, we have to do some surfing. <laughs> and but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I genuinely have so much love for Keith and his wife. I I can't say enough about people. Just meeting them, they welcomed us into their home. They were so just authentic and open and kind and loving. And I personally find that really rare in like this field of like, I say field of like people because everybody wants to have like this massive ego, like fuck you, we're some power couple, like we're better than you. And although they don't say that out loud, it's the vibe that they give off. Like, why you gotta be that way? Why can't you just be open and loving and accepting? And Keith and his wife were exactly that. And it was so refreshing that I just love them. Yeah, dude, he, he's a great dude. Um, I feel like the, all three of the people out in Southern California, uh, Keith, Garrett, obviously Jesse as well, but so she's a fourth, and Jeremy Finlay are like legit. Love all those people. Like just dripping with love and kindness. And but also stand for something. Also, when they get on their subject of what they are passionate about, watch out, right? Yeah. So I love you, it. I, I just love it. So for my people in my audience or our audience, um, if you haven't followed them, go follow them. They've got great stuff. I like Keith's, uh, Keith and Garrett do the married game and it's a pretty cool podcast. So, um, on that note, <clears throat> what I want to talk about today was, uh, actually I'm gonna go back to what you just said about some of the people in the, the info space or the, it, whatever the, Influencer space or guys. Yeah, know, I would say influencer space. You guys know I don't go by those titles, right? That's not. I know. I could care less about that. I know who I am. I'm a dude that paces the field. I'm trying to change the fucking world. I, I care about my family. I care about the mission. I care about my people on my team. These are not all that, I guess, my family and my team, the mission, and making a shitload of money and impact on lives to be able to take the money and give it to help more people long term like to leave a legacy. That's what I really fucking care about. And I think about some of the situations in life that I've, I've been in. I watch dudes walk around holding their chest up high, but I would literally fucking beat the shit out of them if it came down to that, but I don't come off that way. And then I think about there's, well, you do come off that way, <laughs> maybe I do. but I think, but, but then I think about, there's like some real people out there. There's like some real, real fucking badasses out there that would just fucking cover me up in two seconds yeah. to train that shit every fucking <laughs> yeah. day. And they're also influencers, but those guys, when you watch them, they're smiling and they're happy. I think of like Tim Kennedy, yeah. right? Like think like dude is a, uh, yeah. Right. Jocko, Tim Kennedy, like yep. Ray cash, like um, Steve Acker, all these guys out there that like they're badasses. And then you got people that like, yeah, bro, you made a few bucks and have some nice cars and shoes and car house and pretty wives. And, but that doesn't make you a badass. I don't know. That has nothing to do with the topic that I want. That does to. have to do with, I mean, I don't know what topic you have for today, but that is so many people in that space. And I just want to be like, please, I see you. I'm sure you are proud of what you worked for, but just sit your goofy ass down for a second, please. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff out there. Um, but I want to talk about how to keep a relationship. What happens if a relationship gets boring and how do you, so I, I obviously like to always deliver a message to our comeback people because mm -hmm. a lot of those guys watch it, but we're also getting a lot of women that are really liking these little clips all over Instagram and or mainly TikTok, I think, excuse me. But, um, you know, once, once you, find out who you are as a man or maybe as a woman as well when you start finding out who you are and you get to the spot and you're in a relationship with somebody and you've done so many things together like you can we you can only eat at the same restaurant the same place so many times or the same steak or the the same fucking sex position or the same you know whatever yeah. whatever it becomes same it becomes same it becomes same um 
I don't feel like we have that in our in our relationship, right? Like we're always doing things. So that's kind of the, what I want to talk about, how to keep it, how we keep it from being non-stagnant or when it gets boring. But I know that there's people, especially in the dues world, all of a sudden they start feeling good about their life and mm-hmm. losing some weight and having a little more confidence and, you know, being noticed by other women and, and other things out there. And all of a sudden they start thinking they're the man, but they got this wife over here and that's boring. And they, they overlook the fact that like they put this woman through hell or together they put themselves through hell and they're just going to move on because they didn't really change it. They just, they just stopped drinking. Want the new nice shiny. Something. Something shiny. Exactly. One of, one of my things I think about every day. This is completely off topic, but <clears throat> I used I was shown that a man, like a powerful man, makes money and it's right to pick up many women. Right. right? You learned that from, from your uncle. Yeah. Right. My uncle from you know, just just almost most of the male figures mm-hmm. that I that I looked up to. And then I realized as an adult, as a man, as a guy now raising a son and two daughters and having a wife who he loves, specifically with you, it's how how do I love one woman many ways? Right. And that becomes a new shift inside of my mind. It never keeps, I I never get bored that way. Right. Right. And I'm not just talking from an intimate, romantic, sexual ways, right? Like we have a great, that part of our life is great. That's not even what I'm talking about. That's, that's a small piece of our life yet. It's a very important piece of our life, but it's the day to day life that doesn't get boring yet at the same time i was thinking about it today because i knew i was going to talk about this and i don't ever let you know you know i I come home from the gym i do my routine i sit down you got my you got my food cooked and it's the same food it's the same meal the same amount of eggs the same chicken the same Mm -hmm. two pieces of dry why i had dry toast today i didn't put any butter on it i don't think you put butter on it but anyways my point is it's like routine 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 yet somehow outside of our routine we still have fun and i thought and i brought up california a couple minutes ago because you know I'm injured and I can't do the things I want to do. I have to sit on the sidelines. However, that doesn't mean I'm just some fucking lazy lump on the log and I don't let you live your life. Right. And I think, I think that was really important for our relationship. When we first got into the relationship, I have always been a very adventurous. I want to go hiking. I want to go skiing. I want to go surfing. I want, I, that, that was me from the beginning. Um, fishing. It doesn't matter if it's adventurous and it's outdoors and it's something to do physical activity. You knew that that's what I like to do. And although you, like you said, you're injured, you, 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 I value it very much. I just fucking, I just, I just mean in general, like physically, you know, that you can't do those things right now until you have surgery, but that doesn't stop you from being like, you know what? My wife still really likes that stuff. So, and we can still share those moments together. Although you're watching me and cheering me on and you love watching my face light up from the opportunities that you've provided for our family but I really do appreciate it when you do that stuff because that is very much still who, who I am inside. Yeah. It, Cause it's important. So I, mm-hmm. I'm trying, trying to tie this thing into boredom. Um, many dudes are so fucking self-centered that yeah. they, like I was reading through some, I've been reading through a lot of the comments on there, right. On TikTok because it's a different, it's a different angle, right? Like typically on my ads on Facebook, they talk massive shit about me more often than not though. It's pretty supportive on TikTok where these things go with the women, but then there's always these few dudes. It's, it's always the man's fault, right? Like on a couple of things that you're putting out there, like this is the man. And of course just talk shit about him or blah, blah, blah. Like they don't even comprehend what we're saying. But the reason that I, that I wanted to, to address that was because 
there's a, a decision that has to be made when you are committed to loving one woman in many ways is that boredom has to be the foundational or not being bored or, or ref, mm-hmm. refraining from boredom has to be the foundation. Um, one of the found, foundation foundational building blocks of what you're going to build this kingdom on because boredom, even though it's bullshit, bullshit, I can't talk today, even though that uh, boredom is bullshit in my world, it's only, it's not that it's not a real thing that many couples face. I agree. And I, loving one woman multiple different ways. I think the biggest contribution to us, like never being bored is our continuance for growth. You know, I'm not the same woman you fell in love with when I was 26 years old. Imagine if I was still that same scarce mindset. Yeah, you're old as fuck, by the way, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, still like same mindset, never wanted to grow, never wanted to do anything. I'm a whole different woman compared to who I was back then. You're a whole completely different man back then. That doesn't leave much room for boredom, you know? I mean, this this continuing like learning and growing and you never get bored when you're doing stuff like that. It's these couples that get stagnant and they have no lust for life anymore. They have no lust for growth. They have no lust for dreams and hopes and aspirations. They have no lust for supporting each other. Um, and that causes boredom. I think so a lot a lot of the time you would get you would have been so bored with me right if i was still 26 year old kendra you'd have been like okay uh, um okay like do something new you know like show me something new yeah i, I just was thinking when you said that because i have one client i'm not gonna say his name but like i spent a lot of time talking to him on the phone and he's grown so far away from his wife but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to leave her because they have kids together and he loves her but he contemplates every day. He's like, I'm bored. She doesn't care. She wants to sit on the TV and or sit on the couch and watch TV all day. And that's what makes her happy. And and like, look, that, if that's what makes you happy, cool, great. But like, if you want to have doubt a, that, that's what makes her happy, right? I, and I don't know that because <laughs> we never, don't know that. I've yet. never met her, but there might be someone that's like, yo, I can't wait to get home and watch that new Netflix, right? Or these shows, or maybe that's really truly what they want. I don't want to knock whatever makes you passionate, um, but. What I, what I noticed with him is what he's saying. He's like, yeah, man, I, I want this. I want what you and Kendra have. I want this lust and this this just desire to just conquer, right? So one thing I wanted to say about this is, you know, we've really only been in a relationship for well five years, right? Mm-hmm. But in five years, there's been zero fights. There's been, I don't know how many vacations, how many adventures, how many ups, how many downs through the, the business, dealing with my fucking emotional uh, state of mind with all the craziness that I do is not an easy task. Right? There's all, so definitely it's mm-hmm. not boring on that on that front of life, but there's still a bunch of routine inside of life that we live that could get boring, yet we choose not to be bored by the everyday thing because we have a massive and immense amount of love for one another. And it could never be boring. Although, yes, there's the routine and there's the 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 mundane tasks of life, if you will. Like dinner has to be cooked. You got to do your goals. You got to do whatever. Yes, that does get routine. However, constantly knowing that the future of the the vision that you've casted for us is what makes it unboring. Like, hell yeah, I want to keep doing all this routine work with my husband, with my kids, with whatever, because the payoff of what I see in the future is so much greater 
that uh, that's that's what I that's what we cling on to. That's who do we have to become to be to get to that? Who do we have to continue to grow? How do we support each other so that way we can get closer to that? That never gets boring. And I do put a lot a lot of pressure on you as the man to to cast that fi- to cast that future and that vision and I probably turn to you more often than not and, and I ask you every single day, okay, how can I help how can I help us get there? What do I have to do? Because I'm not like you in, in so many ways, like, right? I, I look at you, you're the leader, you're the man, you're the one who's who's taking the bull by the horns and, and getting us there ultimately, right? But I know that I still have to do my part. So I do. I ask you every day, well, what can I do to help you? How do I help you? And then and then you do. Sometimes you're like, you know what? Today, I just need you to love me. Today, I just need this. And then sometimes you give me a whole list and I'm like, I got you. I'll get this done, this done, this done, and this done. And that's exciting. That never gets boring because I know that once I can complete all of these things and we can do it together and we're growing, at the other end of that is endless date nights, endless sex, endless skiing, endless fishing in a stream, like all the things that we truly want out of life. And what's going to be amazing when we get there we're going to be able to look at each other and laugh and damn, we did that together. Yeah, you, know? you said something the other day, yesterday, maybe I don't fucking, my days running, <clears throat> excuse me, my days run together. It seems like, um, but we're so close, but we're just so far away. So close. Yes. So far. Right. So far. And, and looking at the journey that, that we're like so close to being that overnight success. I'm a comeback as a brand is so close to becoming for people saying it's an, it's, it's an overnight success that came out of nowhere, but nobody fucking sees the amount of work that I put into it, right. that you've put into it by backing me up, that this team puts inside of it on a daily basis, right? Um, I, I, I was sharing that with you because I realized that in my life, then now, all of a sudden, these homes that I would love to have right here pop up. Isn't and they're, that crazy? And they're like, literally, like, the houses that I want are coming up on the lake, the white farmhouse style houses but they're like six 6.5 million and i'm like i'm just not there yet right three i'd probably pull the trigger six i'm like fuck dude i can't i don't want that you know like i'm not (laughs) i'm just not there right mentally can i figure out how to do it absolutely anyways boredom there's another reason i brought this up so i'm kind of leading this somewhere Mm -hmm. is because you told me the other day you're like i just don't think people can resonate with us because our life because we don't fight because we don't i said i i it's hard it's hard for me i see what other people and i'm just talking about like on my social media and obviously i know the algorithm and stuff feeds to like what i interact with but anyways people like what's relatable they like to know that other people get messy and dirty and they argue and they fight and then they it's relatable to them. They're like, yes, I'm not the only one. This makes me feel good knowing that other people out there are like this too. That is human nature. People want to fit in. That is, that is what they like. And I did say to you, I was like, we don't fight. We don't argue. We're in constant pursuit of, of growth and happiness and love and lust. And I sometimes feel like that's really unrelatable to a lot of people. So I'm like, well, why the fuck would people want to listen to us? Like, oh, here are these, here are these people who paint themselves a perfect picture. They don't fight. They don't argue. It must be nice. Like, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, that's just our truth. That's like our genuine, that's just our genuine truth. And that doesn't resonate with a lot of people. And I've been waiting to get on this because the way we live doesn't resonate with a lot of people, but it's 
what everyone would like to try to accomplish as a relationship together. And what resonates with them is the shit that we went through like in individually before we got here to be able to share the message. Which we've never actually shared with people. Like the shit that we've individually gone through before you and I actually got together. Right. Which was a massive shitstorm, by the way. <laughs> it's kind of amazing, actually. So, and we could share that on another another episode, but um, I thought about it and I thought deep about like, do they resonate? And what is the one thing that every couple out there that could hear this could resonate with? And that is that loving the same person day in and day out gets boring. Right in there. No, I don't believe it does. Right. But like it it can get, it gets, it's the same fucking thing. I was watching. Now we were at the, we were at where we just went to this concert where we go to Merle Haggard or whatever. Chris Stapleton. (laughs) Chris Stapleton. And, uh, there was this drunk lady that was, remember we were right at the front there and there's this drunk lady that was talking to the people behind us holding her beer. And she was talking about how her husband, he's lucky he gets to still kind of live on the couch. Right. Like, um, like, I'm like, what the fuck? The guy probably goes to work every day to to come home and provide for you, and you're less like you could care less about him. And maybe she was joking or whatever, but I think that's what happens in many homes. You take for granted the person that you sleep next to. You You take for granted the person that makes your eggs and chicken. You take for granted the person that makes you the the coffee in the morning. You take for granted the person that picks up the kids because you're at work doing the things you need to do. Or and and as a woman, vice versa, right? You take for granted that the dude, especially like think about. Look, these construction workers, these men out there that are actually running the infrastructure of the company or the country, right. right? These guys that get up. I know, I know what I do is cool, but there's guys out there that get up and they fucking, they keep the roads safe. They're down in Florida right now, um, protecting and, and helping save lives down there through the, the hurricane. They're working way up high on wires to make sure that we have internet. And they're like, you know, like they go out every day and they do these fucking jobs and sometimes the wife doesn't really appreciate that or they take it for granted. And it's really what at the core is you start taking for granted that the love that you created, the life that you wanted because you have the same person over and over and it's, it's human nature. If I could give the people out there why I wanted to like truly hone in on this, how to keep it not boring is figure out how you can love the other person, one person, many different ways. That's how I don't get bored. My biggest struggle was, you know, like, because I watched, I shouldn't say my biggest struggle, but watching how I didn't value women before you, right? Mm-hmm. And then there were objects or th- maybe not objects. That sounds like a real narcissist, but like I didn't care. I had no emotion. I didn't really care if I had a girlfriend or not. I just didn't give a fuck about them or whatever. And when I realized that, <clears throat> and part of that was because I just didn't want to be with one person. Right. And then when I realized that, one person is going to love me back entirely if I love her the way she needs to be loved. Also knowing that like, yo, this is a commitment for the rest of your life, right? Like this is not divorces. I'm, I'm not, it's not, it's not on the books for me. There's only two ways, right? Cheat or lie. Yep. Right. That's it. You do that. Then obviously that changes the table that changes it. I do that. That changes it. So when I make a commitment or these men out there make a commitment and they're like, fuck, I'm getting bored. They don't realize they made a fucking commitment. Like they truly didn't make a commitment to themselves. It sounded good till death do us part. It sounded good to tell your life, your, your, the, the people around you love this girl. But then when it comes time to show up, you don't do it. And then you might not cheat, but you 
I think even being worse than cheating is being in a loveless relationship, right? And loveless relationships, honestly, are because people get bored, I think. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I like what you said. I do agree to some degree. Um, I also truly, like I kind of said before, I think growth is probably the biggest one. And there is a lot of guys that go through, come back, and all of a sudden they're this big hot shot. Now they got their life back on track. They're making more money. They're doing all these things. And, and the guy's like, yeah, well, my wife doesn't want any part of, doesn't want any part of me. Now doesn't want any part of it. That's probably not true. I'm going to venture to say that maybe you haven't given her um, a chance or maybe you haven't even like led her into your world yet. It's like all of a sudden you want to pat on the back for becoming all this like big, amazing and awesome. For doing what you're supposed to for do. For doing what you're supposed to do. Meanwhile, yeah, that's great that you have an amazing job. You're making all the money. You're the one who goes to work every day. You're the one who pays for everything. Your wife is at home. She's the one who's taking care of the kids. She's the one who's making sure the house is kept. She's so it's it's like you said before of like this um, taking for granted it, instead of looking at it like, well, this is what I do, and then your wife looking at it like, well, this is what I do. It's a it's a it's a team effort, truly. Um, I couldn't I couldn't do what you do. Not a not and I would never even try. You wouldn't last um, twenty five minutes in my shoes, right? Like, but together knowing our roles, knowing our places, it's like we thrive in that, you know? But I do, I also, those are our roles, but you make a conscious effort to be like, well, what can I help you with? And I make a conscious effort to be like, well, what can I help you with, right? So it's, it's. I think that's a really, really big role for a lot of husbands and wives. It, it's gonna take it, a lot of communication in that sense, right? Especially if they're like two people that are like, why don't you ask your life, wife, Hey, what do we what do we want? Where are we going? How do we do this? And then if she's on board with it and she's like, "Well, this is kind of what I want." Maybe she feels like shit because maybe she did gain a little weight. Maybe maybe you are some big hot shot now and and she feels insecure. Maybe you're not making her feel loved enough about, you know, like do you know what's going to happen when you start to pour all of that love and attention back into your wife? She's going to blossom, she's going to grow, she's going to and you're going to be like, "Yes." Now I have what Mark and Kendra have. Like, I get it now. Every, everything that you've ever done for me, I mean, you pour so much kindness and love and attention into me, even on days when I know you're freaking exhausted. And I, and I know that is not easy. I know that's exhausting. I know it's, it's tough. Um, and there's days where I see it in you and I'm just like, hey, listen, if you just want to go to bed, you know, you do that. But I think that's so overlooked because everybody wants to get in like this dick showing match about like, I do this and I do this. And it's just like, no, sh shut up, work together, start growing and becoming these new people. Like every single day, every single day I'm, I'm different. I think in the sense of growth, right? I agree hundred percent. I like two things. <clears throat> One, you're either growing together, you're growing apart, right? Yeah. You're growing regardless, which was, I think a great topic that you a great mm -hmm. point that you brought up. And the other thing is I believe that a lot of people think that the relationship should just be easy. Right. Right. And I can tell you wholeheartedly, I can, I can honestly say our relationship is easy. Sure. I'm sure that's what people think from the outside, but 
<laughs> I mean, you, I'm going to put this on you because it truly is a you thing. I'm kind of selfish in the sense that if I'm having a bad day or if I'm tired, I literally, I just go to sleep or I'm just like, ignore everybody. But you, if you're having a bad day or if you're tired, no matter what, you still pour so much love and affection and attention into your family. Like you are so incredible when it comes to that. And I know how exhausting and tiresome and hard that is. Um, Cause let's be real. I mean, on top of running multi-million dollar business, on top of uh, dealing with the amounts of men of um, struggles and madness that from coaching men who are in really rough places sometimes. Um, and then to come home and to still be able to like push that out of your mind and be like, all right, this is my family. This is what I have to do. That, that takes, that's a, that's a one in a kind man. And I'm forever grateful for you for that because I know how, how hard that can be. Yeah. I, I appreciate you said that and you noticed that, um, I guess I never really heard you put it that way, but it really boils down to, for me being a choice on the, I live by the days I don't, I absolutely must. That's just been instilled in me. The days I don't want to go to the gym. What do I do? Go to the gym. I go to the gym. Yeah. The days I don't want to go to work. Or the days that you're just <laughs> so pissed off is the days like with your family, you're just so extra patient. The days where everything is fucking crumbling and falling apart around you. You're like 10 times more loving to us. It's like you, it's like you find this like immense amount of peace in being like, all right, I know everything around me is fucked up, but this, this I can control this, this is mine. I got this, you know? And so many people allow the outside world or their emotions or so many things to like penetrate that and to affect that, whether they, whether they're aware of it or not. But that, that makes, that truly, truly makes you a man that I am forever grateful to have because I know how hard that is. I'm not trying to win any awards with it. I'm just trying to do what I think is right every day because I try to lead with, like, I, I feel like I need to show it in my family. Cause if I'm not showing it in my family, then I'm not showing it in my work. If I'm, if I'm, I'm not doing it here. You take it to I, a whole nother yeah, degree like I for sure. Fucking literally own everything. But I think that's important for other gentlemen to hear because in those days where maybe things are boring or maybe things are chaotic or maybe things are whatever, it's like, okay, what can I control? I can control how much I love my kids. I can control how much I love my wife. I can control. And I got to tell you, when you do those things and I know that your world is shit and falling apart, when you stop what you're doing, and you show me that extra amount of love, that extra amount of attention, that extra amount of uh, mile, an extra mile walk together, holding my hand, kissing me, loving me. You have no idea how much more I want to internally give you, externally, internally give you because of that. And I think so many gentlemen miss that piece, right? It's so easy to just be caught in your own emotions to be, to be, I'm fucking pissed off at the world. So I'm going to bring it home. And now I'm fucking pissed at my wife because she sat on the couch today. And it's just like, control you you have so much more control than what you're allowing right so if you just stop for a minute and you come home when your life is fucking crumbling or you had a hard day at work or maybe you know and you show your wife or your kids that extra amount of love and attention that comes back to you tenfold and at least i know that's what i do it for you because i'm just like man i am literally i want to give this man everything he's giving me everything how do i give him everything back more right and then you do it it's just like I can't, I can't even express into words like what that feels like to have that piece of somebody, to have you be that piece, P-E-A-C-E, for our entire family and, and for me to reciprocate that to you, right? 
like I said, sometimes I'm a little bit more selfish in the, in the sense that, um, if I am crabby or if I am tired, it's just like, I'm more of like a, I just gotta be alone for a second, you know, (laughs) but, 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 but even inside of that, that doesn't bother me because I know when I, I, I know when I respect it. Right. That's interesting what you're saying. Like I come and I give it, like you want to give me everything when I, I poured into you. I also poured those kids. Those kids don't want to give me anything but a fucking headache though. <laughs> that's what they want to do. They just want that's, to, that's honest <laughs> truth, isn't it? They yeah. just want to be loud and squawk and screeching and jumping on me and talking. But that's because that's, that's, that's who I am. Anyways. What I, it, yeah. I was going to say, I wanted to just add, like, I know so many people, um, want and i've heard a lot of people and i'm grateful for it and i truly am grateful for the people that have come up and said i I want what you and mark have i want the fun i want the adventure i want the love i want the sex i want the laughs that 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 comes with a lot of patience a lot of giving everything to each other even on the days that we don't want to that comes with randomly booking trips that comes with um you know there's a lot. It also comes with sacrifice. It comes There's with so much sacrifice. Um, and yes, a major element is, is we're totally attracted to each other. We like the same things. So that is, that also is another giant component of it. Like you, you could text me any random day and be like, Hey, let's meet at the ski hill. I'll be there in five minutes. Right. And, and I know that's not the case for everybody. Um, some women or some men just aren't into that. Um, but I challenge you to, to, what do you guys like to do, right? And then go do more of that. I, I, you could text me, hey, meet me in the field, our, our backfield, meet me in the backfield. I, I I have a picnic set up for us. Like, holy cow, that's not boring. That's amazing. Yeah, we've done that's that. That's fun. We've done, I know, that's like what I'm saying. Picnics, like, gun, shooting guns, like, yo, let's, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to do it. But, I, but I, taking the time and giving those moments and pieces to each other, like, that takes sacrifice. That's that's like that's you saying, "Hey, I have forty minutes in my busy ass day where I might not have something going on. I'm going to rush home and I'm going to do that." Where so many guys, women, women too, would just be like, "I just want this time to myself." But in those moments where you're going that extra mile for somebody, especially your significant other, who you, who you want to have that like on fire, non bored life with, that's what it takes. That's great. I don't have anything to add to that. Well, <clears throat> nothing to add to that, but something else that you said that just sparked a new, like, I'm going to take this time for myself, like how people might handle that. You know, I still take plenty of time for myself. I just get up before everybody. Yeah. Right. Like, and I, yeah, and like, know. it's real. Like I, I am, I'm beating, I'm like before the traffic gets heavy, before the, the phones start ringing, before the kids are up, before you're up, you know, always find whether man or woman, this is available to anybody, right? You can literally still have your time to set your intention by just getting up before everyone else or staying up an hour later, right? If you're a night person, it doesn't have to be in the middle of the day or when all the shit's going on. That's another topic that um, I'd like to touch base on at some point. But I think we're running here on about 30, 40 minutes here right now. So what I want to do is <clears throat> just, I, I love what you said there as far as like how to keep it from being bored boredom setting in how to how to stay alive how to stay in love grow grow physically i i I just can i can only speak for for us it's just i wanted to add this part before you like wrap it up but but knowing that your eyes have only ever been just for me and my eyes are only just for you in terms of like yeah you know with social media and all this like bullshit out there of like um 
seeing how other people live their life or, or other more beautiful or other hotter guys or whatever, people get really wrapped up in that. They do. And they're like, oh, I wish I had this. Or, or people look at us and they're like, oh, well, I wish I had what Mark and Kendra have. Don't, don't, don't do that to yourself because you're not, your wife's not ever going to be me. Your husband's not ever going to be Mark. Like that's just not, that's just not how it is. And it's not a fucking competition. And it's not a fucking, and it's not, yeah, exactly. And I'm not meaning that it's, it's not a competition, but you just need to find what, what you, what you love about your husband, what he loves about you. And then you need to go do more of that and, and only have eyes for each other. Because I tell you, for as much as we travel and, and as loud as the world is and all the people that we get to meet, and I'm just so grateful for it, but knowing that in a room full of a thousand people, the one person that you're looking for the entire time is me. And the one person that I'm looking at the entire time is you. And what does that do for our attraction? What does that do for our fun? What does that do for everything? And just And just playing on that, acting on that, and knowing that, damn, I am the luckiest man alive to have this woman by my side. And damn, there she is. She's looking, you know, and, and that takes, that takes commitment. That takes patience. That takes, that takes, um, a lot of sacrifice, like you said, to live that way, but it is so worth it. And that's all I have to say. That was good. That was great. I'm not going to add anything to it yeah. other than inside of those rooms. Like I told you this morning, got to us. Uh, I personally got to a spot where I'm like, man, it's cool. We know all these people. It's great. I love everybody, but dude, I only want to build my stage. Like, I, don't I don't think there's I anything wrong like, with that. I only want to build my stage and then invite people on. And because what I, the, I just realized for me and for my life, it's the people that are closest to me that matter going to put my, I get it. It needs social media. It draws leads. It draws attention. It draws, you know, brand awareness and all this shit. It's, it's important for the job that we do or the, the message that I deliver. But at the end of the day, when I'm 90 years old and my fucking nuts are shriveled up, it's going to be me and you. You right? and me, baby. Right? It's just going to be me and you hanging out there. So, like, I can meet cool people along the way, but I'm doing it for us. Right. <clears throat> now, some people don't get that ability to go on stage or do stuff, but they need to do it for them. Everything you do should be for you. Um, and even further back to, to something you said about, like, building the relationship together and going into work, it starts even before that one layer deeper with truly fucking being convicted and convinced to yourself that you can be a man of valor or a woman of integrity. Right. And if you can't do that, then you need to work some work to do. So that's it for today's episode of the comeback couples podcast. We'll see you next week. See you later.